0: Something extraordinary was revealed today. Former high-level officials and scientists with deep black experience who have always remained in the shadows come forward on one platform. These insiders have long-standing connections to government agencies which may have programs investigating unidentified aerial phenomena. The team includes a 25-year veteran of the CIA's Directorate of Operations, a Lockheed Martin Program Director of Advanced Systems, at Skunk Works, and a former Deputy Assistant Secretary of Defense for Intelligence. Today marked the official launch to STARS Academies of Arts and Science, that's TTS-AAS, an innovative public benefit corporation which will advance research in unexplained phenomena and develop related technology. It has established three synergistic divisions, science, aerospace, and entertainment. We believe there are discoveries within our team that will revolutionize the human experience, says company president and CEO Tom DeLong. This was released yesterday for background on today's announcement, which was live-streamed and is archived on their website, of course. Mark Twain said the two most important days in our life are the day that we are born and the day we find out why. According to a TT. SAAS statement to members who have been operating under the shadows of the top secrecy for decades believe that there is sufficient credible evidence of UAP that proves exotic technologies exist that could revolutionize the human experience. War is hell, was famously uttered by William Sherman back in 1860. But as we know, hell is home to many other strange creatures and entities. When this hell comes to Earth, does it attract the attention of evil beings, whom then take advantage of the violence, madness, and horror, to carrying out their evil deeds? In a recent article from MysteriousUniverse.org, a series of reported sightings and interactions with supernatural and perhaps even demonic creatures during wartime was compiled. Let's take a look at these wartime encounters and ask if war is not only hell, but opens the gateways to it. Let's begin in the 2000s and the Afghan War. Troops stationed at a base in Monsolo reported an encounter with a creature they claimed was a demon. The report says these troops jumped into action after receiving the call that the base was under imminent attack. They did as trained, grabbed their kit and weapons, and reported to their stations, ready to defend themselves and the base. They watched an attack unfold as men enemy combatants began scaling the perimeter wall. The troops began to shoot. In the melee, many of the attackers were hit, but one of these was particularly strange. As the bullet tore into the attacker, a plume of black smoke was seen to rise out of the body. At the time, the troops thought it could be a suicide vest that was hot and damaged or failed to detonate. But this is when things took a turn for the strange. The smoke began to form into a shape. This shape resembled a man, and to add to the weirdness, a pair of red glowing eyes appeared along with a mouth. The apparition smiled at the troops, turned, and ran only to fade away to nothing after a few steps. Could this have been a ghost, or demon, or how about a djinn? A jinn is a creature commonly found in Middle Eastern mythology. The soldiers had no clue and were obviously shaken by the encounter and did not talk about the incident for many years. But jinn ghosts or specters are not the only thing to have appeared to troops battling in the Middle East. And now a word from our sponsor. Roswell. UFOs, flying saucers, alien abduction, It has been long thought that aliens have manipulated much of mankind's history. The ancient alien theory credits extraterrestrials with the construction of many of the world's ancient sites. Something that many do not give thought to is if this extraterrestrial influence still is shaping the world today. Some say that Earth has become the battleground for aliens who wish to advance their own political agenda. The idea of a secret alien race steering the world was highlighted in the UFO Science and Consciousness Conference heard in Johannesburg. This conference held in South Africa featured a number of speakers. Laura Eisenhower talking on mind control, UFOs, the New World Order, and the Illuminati, to James Gilliland and his speech on extraterrestrial contact, one of the most interesting talks given by Michael Tellinger. He spoke on the subject of the battle for Earth by dark forces. He wanted to explain his idea of the governments of the world being puppets and instruments in a plan to implement the will of a small group of individuals over the world's population. According to the events organizer, the royal political bloodlines reach back over thousands of years. And these bloodlines can be traced back to the earliest days of civilization. He proposed that the first members of these new powerful families had contact with extraterrestrials here on our planet. Taking a swipe at the host nation, he said that South African government was one of the most important puppets of this hidden extraterrestrials group. The reason South Africa plays such an important part in the plan is down to the large mineral wealth found on the continent, the country being rich in gold and diamonds, for example. All the speakers at this conference agreed that, like humans who had the potential of being both good and bad, this also applies to the population of intergalactic beings. These groups of ETs can be compared to the human politicians who push their own agenda for their own political gain. I've always been a firm believer in extraterrestrials, alien life forms, whatever you wish to call them. It's something that's always fascinated me, something that I've researched heavily, read a lot about, and of course every movie pertaining to it or television show, I absorb it like a sponge. It would be naive for us as a race of beings to believe that we're the only ones that can inhabit a planet in this vast universe. Space is ever-expanding, and it would be almost arrogant of us to think that we're the only ones. I firmly believe that God didn't bother to tell us everything. For a reason, of course. Uh, We can't have the same level of knowledge as him. We don't deserve it. We're not worthy of it. Uh, If you can refer back to Old Testament times with the Tower of Babel. Man thought they could be as smart as God, be as all-knowing, and he destroyed that tower and cast the men inhabiting the formation of that tower, the occupants of that land to four corners of the world, changing their speech, their appearance, their skin tone, uh, therefore prohibiting them from communicating about such projects. So that in itself would be enough for me to continue onward with my research and investigation into alien life forms and phenomenon. You may ask yourself, Neil, have you had experiences with alien phenomenon, UFOs, otherworldly creatures? I can honestly say yes, I have. I've, on many occasions, have seen things in the sky that I can't explain. That doesn't make you crazy. That is the classic definition of an unidentified flying object, a UFO. Something you see in the sky and cannot explain. Now, science may come along or logical thinking after the adrenaline rush of seeing uh, such a phenomenon may kick in later and you can have deductive reasoning skills as to what it was you saw, why it was there, and whether or not it was man-made or some sort of a supernatural phenomenon. But at the age of 13, when I was mowing the lawn, it was the season between spring and summer. It was actually a hot May. I was mowing the lawn at dusk trying to beat the sunset and noticed a strange object in the sky over the horizon above this huge hilltop area that a local paper making company had a tendency to go and reap the trees from the land to use for paper. So as I'm mowing the lawn, I'm watching this object in motion. It's a huge triangle shape with uh, beacon light in the center that's not flashing but it's this ominous blue and each point of the triangle has its own lighting system but the object in between the lights itself was just a mass black and almost reflected much like you would see if a mirror were painted black and trying to reflect light itself, but it's just offering this, this slick look, almost a wet look per se. And as I'm stopping with the mowing, I'm, I'm watching the object and I see three smaller objects shoot off from the center of it, spiral around it two times, and then land somewhere on that hilltop. And then the giant object, the triangle shaped object with the bright lights, ascends into the clouds and completely disappears. Another really crazy encounter I had one time dealt with an evening after moving into our new home. It uh, was an wooded area across the hillside shrouded in fog and I'm taking one of our dogs out to go to her do her evening leisurely stroll and bathroom duty and as I'm walking up on the bank I look over that hillside area and see six really long bright strands of light Um, there was space in between each bright light but it, it was long, looked almost the length of a football field, and it was just hovering there and As I walked closer over that close to that hillside, I looked further into the fog and uh, realized that there's nothing around it, nothing above or below it. The fog has completely shrouded that bank, that hillside, and those lights are emitting from it. So I run back to the house, tell my wife. What I saw explained to her that I think the mothership is here. She casually rolled her eyes and said it's probably just a bunch of street lights. I insisted that she walk out with me and take a look at this thing as well. So we go back to the place where I saw it in the beginning and as we stand over the hillside I was all prepared to shout at the top of my lungs to everyone who was watching or who could hear basically see I told you they are here they've always been here. But as the fog started to dissipate, you could clearly see on that hillside that those bright lights that were appeared to be interconnected with one another, uh, almost on a vessel or whatnot, uh, were in fact just giant uh, security lights adjoined to these houses that were along a strip on the top of that hill. So uh, it was a humbling experience. Uh, It was a real rush to begin with, but in the end, I realized that not everything you see is an unidentified flying object. In fact, those objects were not flying. They were connected to very tall light posts. So in the end, kind of laughed it off. It was a very Mulder and Scully from the X-Files moment for me. Uh, Scully, of course, my wife being her, uh, the one that keeps me from chasing the moon. Thank God I've got her as my voice of reason. So that concludes our show for this week. I hope you enjoyed a brief storytelling and relaying of pretty neat current events, strange news. Next week, I'll have more to discuss and possibly a reading from one of the stories that I've written from one of the books that I've had published. That's all. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first-ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you, and your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store.